Welcome to Better Worlds, a podcast exploring geek culture across mediums. I'm Trevor. I'm Matthew. And I'm Dustin. What is on the Trello board for today? Well, Trello updates terms and conditions. And, oh, wait, <laughs> not supposed to be that long. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like Trello should sponsor as often as we mention them. Uh, uh, we got to give listener Curtis a free ad spot at some point. By the way, okay. What's he? What would he be spotting? I, I don't know. <laughs> Has he requested um, this? Or and by free ad. By free ad spot, I mean he gave us a Statomic license for our website. Yeah. And also directed us to the Finland Slack Moji pack for us to install on Slack. But, I mean, the the Statomic license is kind of the bigger deal. Yeah, that one actually costs money. Yeah. Uh, we have a kind of a new website at betterworlds.net. And show notes at betterworlds.net slash podcast slash 41. Um the website is very much not finished, and I took a lot of shortcuts, but uh, it is a start. So there you have it. Is there anything else you would like to know about the website? Well, since you asked, it was on WordPress, <laughs> and now it's on Statomic. Um, it was on the default WordPress theme because I didn't want to waste any time on WordPress, and now it's on Statomic. And I am going to build us a theme for that. Um, I finally moved it because my old web hosting that costs four times as much and bills for a full year expired. And I did not want to migrate a WordPress site. It was easier to rebuild the site in Statomic than to migrate a WordPress site. Um, and so we now are on the hosting where I had already moved everything else. That is not that website. Um, right now it doesn't have much, it actually does have a little bit more than the old website did. It has a subscribe button, which we never had on the old website, which is probably why we don't have more subscribers. <laughs> right. Maybe. That's the reason. <laughs> That's the reason. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a big subscribe button at the top, courtesy of Castro. I'm just kind of piggybacking off of their beautiful share sheets that they generate for podcasts. I will eventually put in our own buttons for different podcast players, but right now it's a button that if you click it and you have Castro, it will open the podcast in Castro. If you don't have Castro, it will give you links to various other players. Um, there's the show notes as usual, and it's still, we use a service called cast to record and host the show. Like the, the audio and the RSS feed itself that is still on cast. Uh, I will eventually move our media files to Amazon S3 and make an RSS feed in Statomic itself. Right now, everything is just kind of linking to cast still, just like it was on WordPress. So it's a step in the right direction, but the website's not really done yet. So I'm telling you, the listeners, that we have a new website, but it's still a baby and uh, I'm not going to like say on Twitter, Hey, we have a new website until everything is on static. That is all. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And thank you listener Curtis for the license. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Curtis. Tell us what you want to advertise and we'll do an ad spot for you. I feel like it's going to be goats. That's just a shot in the dark. Yeah, probably. Maybe. But I mean, he's not like selling goats. Well. Or would it just be like a public service <laughs> announcement about the awesomeness of ghosts? Go ghosts? No, he doesn't like ghosts. <laughs> he likes goats. Yeah, I think it would be the latter. He'd probably like a ghost goat. Well, I would assume he would like any goat. What about a goat ghost? What would the difference between a ghost goat and I don't a know. Goat ghost <laughs> I don't know. Be? I was testing out to see if, if those are swappable. <laughs> So maybe there's no difference. A goat ghost and a ghost goat. Yeah, I don't think there's... I mean, you would need goat ghosts in order to have an all-goat version of um, A Christmas Carol. So I don't find them objectionable. A, a ghost goat is the spirit of a deceased goat. A 
goat ghost the greatest of all time ghost a very special shell for a destiny ghost (laughs) yes how's destiny going if either of us were playing it i'm sure we'd tell you (laughs) (laughs) i let my xbox live subscription lapse yeah they're about to like update to a new year of stuff i don't think we're yeah following along with at the moment okay i didn't remember if that had happened already or not it's september 4th is that right it's soon i'll probably get on to look at how they redo inventory stuff because in theory a lot of it is going into like menus that are always on your person where stuff is stored so you don't have to have your vault as cluttered but we'll see that sounds convenient so matthew would you like to share your fin fact for this week oh yeah so this is a little bit in the past but it recently has with a lot of places because it's summer in the northern hemisphere um finland went through a pretty for them intense heat wave where people just were not able to deal with it and i guess that a lot of the homes in finland don't actually have air conditioning because they wouldn't need it but it was enough that they were uncomfortable in their own homes without having air conditioning wait so i have a question yes isn't this the country that has a bajillion saunas i mean yes (laughs) so then why are they uncomfortable in the heat (laughs) because it's not heat of their own choosing I guess. I don't know. It would be less... I'm assuming it wouldn't be as hot as a sauna. But it's like the whole country is a sauna that you can't leave. Yeah. So then you just get a really deep cleanse? Is that what they do saunas for? I don't know. You can't leave it to get the refreshment of leaving the sauna eventually. I guess that's part of the... But anyway, so what they... What a supermarket there did was hold a raffle to let people sleep in the supermarket overnight. And (laughs) because the supermarket had air conditioning and it was very popular and there's, and when I saw it, there were just pictures of like sleeping bags lining supermarket aisles. And I was like, huh, I just, it's not a thing that would happen in the U.S. outside of like an emergency, something bad happening, like a natural disaster. Right. So do you have information on how hot it actually was? (laughs) Um, Not in this article, but when I was looking at it, people seemed to be saying it was like maybe around 80 degrees or (laughs) like Fahrenheit. And probably not very humid either. (laughs) No. But again, that's just a matter of what you're acclimated to. They could probably deal with a lot more cold than Mm -hmm. the average U.S. citizen could. People up here where I'm at are really cute because they think it's humid here. And they complain about how (laughs) humid it is. All right, well, if all souls are clear on that, (laughs) we're moving on to something. Matthew, please follow up with letting us know average temperatures in Finland. (laughs) Or have we already done that? Wait, no. Not right now. Oh, okay. In future. Gotcha. I mean, if he knows it off the top of his head, go ahead. I I don't, but I don't keep the average range of temperatures for most nations running as background knowledge. Good, because I don't want to know right now. You almost have to look up what um, the temperatures were just in the beginning of August, and you could make inferences from that, that those were likely atypical. I, okay. I'm just saying maybe next time we could talk about what the average temperatures are. No, that'd never work. <laughs> well, I guess the show is over then. <laughs> this is the last episode. It's an odd. No, I'm not. I'm not going to leave. Uh, no, sorry. But wouldn't that make. That was a joke, people. <laughs> this is not the last episode. Since we had an episode zero, then we could say that the last episode was episode 42, which then the answer to we would f- slot neatly into the answer of what was um the answer to life the universe and everything or something whatever that question is I yeah, don't know. but then our our podcast would have to blow up and we all die well if it's like um artists 
it'll become much more popular after it's dead. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Wait. I do not want this. <laughs> do not want. Um, so Trevor, do you want to in an inelegant segue, do you have any potential Star Wars related things to bring up? You do want Star Wars related things. So there we go. That's a better segue. Did we ever talk about the harassment directed at Kelly Marie Tran? I don't know if we did we? Or did we just mention it? I think we just mentioned it obliquely in the conversation around Solo, maybe. Possibly, yeah. Anyway, um, a lot of Star Wars fans have recently behaved in extremely toxic ways. And um, one of the things that happened was that Kelly Marie Tran was harassed by trolls to the point where she deleted her social media presence and just kind of disappeared for a little while which is totally not cool. Don't harass people, please. And thank you. Um, Anyway, she broke her silence with a piece in the New York Times on August 21st. And I think it is worth reading. It is called, I Won't Be Marginalized by Online Harassment. Um. I don't really have a lot to add to it, but I'm, we're going to put it in the show notes and you should read it. Did you guys read it? Um, no, I haven't actually looked at Trello much in the past few okay. uh, weeks, but I am going to add it to my Instapaper queue. It's, it's a good article. And when I say I don't have anything to add, I don't mean it's not worth talking about. I just mean... Nice to let it speak for itself. I let it, yes, let it speak for itself. I feel like I should read like a clip of it or something, but I wouldn't know what part to pick. <laughs> it's just kind of about the experience of uh, just read it. We'll do. I almost feel bad that I don't have something to say. I, I mean, yeah, I feel like I should say something about it, but at the same time, yes, just let it speak. I'm just repeating myself at this point. <laughs> Read the article. If you do it five more times, you might feel more insecure about it. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) So after I moved, I started considering getting movie pass because I had a week of just... Oh, sorry. Can I say... um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I I should say something to slightly clarify. This is not simply about an actor being trolled. It is about an actor who is a woman of color being trolled because she is a woman of color mm. and people don't want her in the story specifically for that reason. So it's, it's about that experience of growing up as a person of color in America and then coming into the spotlight and just what it's like to be told that you should be something else or that you shouldn't have a place because of who you are. So read it. So MoviePass has been making some adjustments to their user (laughs) um, conditions. Yes. Would you guys like to update us on the newest developments in the train wreck that is MoviePass? Are are you asking me to do this because I'm the one who put the article in Trello? I'm asking either one of you because you guys follow it a little bit closer than I do. I think Trevor's probably better poised to speak as an actual user of it. As a MoviePass account holder, I have not received the last several announcements that they supposedly emailed to all their users, so I might not be as informed as you think. It feels like they've made a bunch of changes all in a row, and then they keep like making more changes and backtracking partially on stuff, and they're just... Does it feel very disorganized to you? <laughs> like, they're just kind of... Um... I don't know. Let me uh, draw an example from the past. Several years ago, there was a company that also specialized in helping people see movies. Are you going to bring up Quickster? Uh, This company was called Netflix, and they had two different products. And one of them was a product that allowed you to log on to a computer or 
perhaps use an application on your television to watch movies through what was known as streaming technology. And the other product that they offered was a DVD, DVDs by mail service where you would tell them what DVD you wanted and they would mail it to you and then you'd mail it back and they would send you the next one in your queue, so on and so forth. Um, Netflix decided that they should divide this product up and they split the DVD by mail service into a, a separate company, uh, maybe not company, a separate service called Quickster. And um, the CEO, Reed Hastings, sent out an email, which is an ele- electronic message <laughs> to his customers uh, explaining what was going to happen. And they were all very upset. People were livid. I, I have no idea why, but they were upset. Um, I thought the whole thing was just kind of funny. Probably because they thought the name Quickster was sounded dumb. That's a very good point. Um, anyway, uh, what was it? Hours, days later? Do you remember how long it was, Matthew, uh, that this lasted? It was like within a day or two, I think. Yeah, so Reed Hastings followed up with another electronic message to his subscribers uh, it was just very apologetic and he was so sorry for what had happened and was surprised at the negative response and uh, they were reverting the change and they, they merged Quickster back into Netflix um, and essentially adopted a, a new product lifestyle in which that service would gradually be reduced until it didn't exist anymore instead of simply being a thing with another name. Um, and of course Netflix is out of business now um, because it's, it's really difficult for movie startups like this to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, after that second email where Reed Hastings was so apologetic, Matthew and I, for probably a couple of years, at least we would frequently say, Oh, poor Reed Hastings. I don't remember what the context was, but we had this long running inside joke where we would just say, Oh, poor Reed Hastings. Do you remember how we even used that, Matthew? Um, not as well as I probably should. Yeah. But he like he talked about how hard the experience was for him and everything. Anyway, I I realized with, I don't know if it was the most recent batch of changes or just one of the changes that happened at some point. I realized that this bears some similarities to the, the case of the once great Netflix. But there's no sympathetic CEO sending out whiny emails for us to laugh at. So it's a little harder to grasp onto the narrative of it. Um, anyway, I just, I wanted to bring that up because it was something that stuck in my mind. Um, so yeah. Uh, if one of you was about to say something, I was just going to say Netflix RIP. Yeah. Um, it's sad. It could have been a really cool service. Um, so where was I going with all that? Okay, so yeah, uh, MoviePass has made a lot of changes. They made a lot of bad changes that made the service worse for people, basically to try to keep people from overusing it and draining their money too quickly. And then they like raised their price. They said they were going to raise their prices for the monthly subscription. And finally they said, okay, instead of all those changes, we're canceling all of those changes and we are going to instead limit subscribers to three movies a month. All the other various caveats and extra things no longer happening, but everybody can see three movies a month instead of one movie a day. Um, and I, I briefly had hope and then they just started rolling out changes twice as fast. So now my favorite change, um, one that really makes the service, uh, user friendly. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it makes it more useful for me. Um, (laughs) Instead of being able to go see whatever movie I want, most movies are now marked as premium viewings, which are not supported, which used to just mean it's IMAX or 3D or something. Now it's just anything they don't want me to see that day. So instead, okay, I'm opening the app right now to give you guys an idea. Um, Oh, wow. This is more than usual. Did they change since? (laughs) Isn't it time of day too? Maybe they changed it again. Um, so uh, today, I would be allowed to see the Happy Time Murders, 
Searching, Alpha, The Equalizer, Mile 22, or Mission Impossible Fallout? One, two, three, four, five, six movies. Mission Impossible Fallout is still in theaters? Yes, but it only recently became available to MoviePass hmm. subscribers. Interesting. Um, so uh, this is the first time I've looked and seen six movies. Um, every other time that I've looked, it's been two. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to see the miseducation of Cameron Post and what? I don't know. I mean, what, what are these? I don't know. It, it was just like stuff I had no interest in seeing. It would just well, be like, these are the two movies you're allowed to see today. So there, there's a workaround though. Um, their e-ticketing subscribers, AKA the one theater chain in this area that they do e-ticketing with, you can get any ticket to them. Um, to those theaters. So I now have to drive 30 minutes to the theater instead of five. Um, Interesting. Yeah, that's all. But um, I would like to point out that really they're doing a public service um, because what they're trying to do is help everyone get over the paralyzation of choice and narrow down the scope of decisions that everyone has to make. So they're making our lives simpler. Thank you. Movie pass. Yeah. That was also how they framed it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) That was, that was also not that that was how they framed it when they changed the rules so that you could only see any given movie once, which by the way, if you can only see a given movie once and then they're making only two movies available per day, you do the math. Um, once they said you can only see a movie once they announced, we think this will encourage our audience to branch out and see more independent movies and, um, movies that we bought the distribution rights for. Um, Oh, did they, (laughs) they, I mean, they might not have been that blatant with it, but the idea was you're going to see more types of movies instead of the movies that you like. Right. Where it'll be good for you. This hurts us more than it hurts you. I don't know. Um, I think I, um, hypothetically, would I be legally required to say if I owned MoviePass stock? I don't know. Do you? Um, well, okay, here's what happened. I have an explanation. <laughs> Wait, what? It's not a good one. I feel like the answer is yes, and we're finding out why. There's this app. There's this app called Robinhood that makes it really easy to buy stock. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people use it for stupid gambles that they're just going to lose money on um trying to be day traders and stuff but you know i was smart about it <laughs> right <laughs> so what i did was i saw that movie pass stock had fallen all the way to five cents and i thought hey how much lower can it go so i bought five bucks worth are there what's it worth now are there numbers l- lower than five cents so i bought so i bought a hundred movie pass stocks Shares. I don't know what the terminology yeah. is. I bought 100 shares of HMNY stock, the parent company of MoviePass, because how much lower could it go? And hey, if they bounce back, I'll make like, I don't know, $3,500 or something. Who knows? So it's just kind of a a fun, like, why not? Might as well see what happens. Um, that $5 is now worth $2.07. <laughs> but I have great faith in this company. I think they're doing great things and you should all go out and buy movie pass stock <laughs> or subscribe or subscribe. I think that would help more. Um, actually, no, that, the, no, it no. doesn't. Well, I mean, unless you're going to, unless you're going to subscribe and then not use the service, which is increasingly convenient given the limitations they've placed on it. <laughs> um, then I think that yes. Bye. 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 Yeah. I don't know anything about stocks. I don't know. I just know that like you give some rich people your money and then it disappears. Unless you... And to be clear, I knew that I was basically flushing $5 down the toilet. It's just like, hey, what if it doesn't go down? (laughs) (laughs) What what if it floats back up? Would you really want to grab it? So you're saying, what if the toilet backs (laughs) up and then it floods around your ankle? (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to point out that a year ago, HMNY stock was worth $7,000. Like one stock or 
One stock. One stock was seven thousand. This is you realize they're called shares. uh, Shares, whatever. I don't know. I like calling them stock (laughs) because you're buying shares. Stocks. It's the stock market. The math relating to this graph has a lot to do with something about a reverse split or something. So it was. It never actually sold for that much per share. I don't think. But if you like do the math where like you like look at how the split went and everything. I don't know. I don't understand stock. I just throw money at it. Hmm. <laughs> or am I supposed to say I don't understand shares? I think either one is correct. Okay. This is why I <laughs> this is why the amount of money I've ever put in stock is five dollars. <laughs> I think you got the I'm not gen- I'm not including, just for the record, I'm not including such things as retirement accounts, which are managed by not me. <laughs> I let other people handle the real money. I think there are two relative principles to investing or playing the stock market. And one is buy low, sell high. You basically have that one down. And the other one is never, I don't know how to, there's not a truism for this. Don't um, invest never more. Never no, just don't invest more than you could lose. Like basically only use money that you can Oh yeah. that you aren't going to miss if it goes belly up, which you've yes. done both those principles so you're not doing it poorly is Yes, the flushing principle. There's got to be a better name for it. I don't know. You there are things that you could have used that $5 on. Well, I think they they say something about like risk exposure, so that's overexposure or something like that, but I don't know if that's the correct I don't know. It's not that important. I mean, you could have gotten a book on Amazon. You mean like an ebook that somebody published about how to get rich? <laughs> Was it self-published? Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably make more money self-publishing one of those than buying one of them and trying to follow its advice. No, I, I meant just a an enjoyable read. Oh, a book book. Not. I thought you were saying that I should have... <laughs> I thought you were saying that I should have bought a book about... no. no the stock market before investing my $5. No, I'm saying for, for that $5, you could have spent it this alternative method and gotten more enjoyment I, out of it. I use the library. You just have a counter argument for everything, don't you? <laughs> so you could have made the $5 into an origami swan and it would have given you <laughs> years of enjoyment. So in short, uh, we will be having weekly updates on this somewhat fortnightly show about (laughs) the great successes of the esteemed movie pass and why it is going to soon dominate the market. So does this mean you're going to give us two updates? Like, well, in week one, which we didn't film or we didn't record on, it did this. And then in week two, everything went to seed and just. Honestly, I never want to talk about movie pass on the show again. (laughs) Unless it bounces back and then I can be like, told you so, even though I don't think I'm actually telling you anything. Trevor, if you make $1 million, can I have like, oh, what's a pittance to someone with a million dollars? Like 50 bucks? I'd take 50 bucks. $42 <laughs> for a salad. Oh, can you buy Dustin Xbox Live? <laughs> also in <free> Xbox. <laughs> Only if I find a good deal. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Assassin's Creed Origin on sale for $5. I mean, they all, there's so many of them, they kind of, yeah. <laughs> so that can segue into our next point in that, or a next point. Um, I think, um, well, I don't remember if it's been mentioned or not now. Um, there is a Telltale series for Guardians of the Galaxy, and that went on sale for the whole thing, because it's like an episodic game series. Um, went on sale for the whole thing for ten dollars and so i was like eh, i'm interested enough to pick this up and i played through it um have either of you played a telltale game series that's like one of their episodic ones no no i have not do they have other ones they do the lego games i have not played anything besides Wait, the lego games really i think so oh no okay. that's traveler's tales never mind i'm doing okay anyway traveler's telltales they were both tt things and i was so much teller's travel tales um so they do these as a episodic games i guess they did i think they did a batman didn't dustin mention that anyway i thought they've done several versions of that um and 
having played the Guardians game, it was interesting in that the majority of it is kind of on Railsy, in that it it there's only certain sections where you can kind of move around like freely in environments and it feels very much like a deeply involved movie but not in a bad way Um, because there are still sections where you can do moving around and you're well yeah you've both played mass effect it felt very much like the conversational parts of mass effect but maybe like the choices mattered a little more in the way you would direct conversations and it had the effect of making me much more invested in all the guardian relationships. I always um, get oh go ahead. Oh go ahead. I was going to say I get stressed out in those mass effect conversation sections because it's really hard to predict what the character is actually going to say from the prompts they give you. Mm-hmm. And this was not. I've had many times where I read the prompt and I think, "Oh, yeah, this is kind of what I want to say." And then I select it and the character says something. I'm like, nope, nope, didn't want to say that. In this, you're playing a Star-Lord and kind of like trying to manage the Guardians in essence, mm-hmm. along with all the peripheral characters you would expect to show up. Um, and when you select an option for him, he usually says something very close to that. Like sometimes just word for word what the option is. Mm-hmm. And it usually, I don't, can't think of an instance where it deviated strongly. I know what you're talking about with Mass Effect, and I don't feel like it ever branched into that. Um, Also, the narrative twists in this were, I did not see continually many of them coming, so it was enjoyable in that regard. Um, It always, when you made major choices at the end of each episode, it would tell you, it tallies the choice, and then would tell you how you compared to the body politic of the rest of the players. So if there was, I don't know, make up a, let's say you had to choose what rocket had for lunch on a specific day and whether it was a cheeseburger or a salad, it would tell you 46% of people chose the salad and it would let you think like, okay, well, that's what you either, you could very easily see whether you went with an unpopular choice. Also, (laughs) Why would that matter, though? They, they, I'm using an example that does okay. not correspond to the game. That did not happen. The things oh. they pointed out were usually major story points. Okay. okay. Um, I wonder what the breakdown is for that one mistake in... I mean, did I just say mistake? I didn't mean to say mistake. I wonder what the breakdown is for that one choice that I made in Mass Effect 1 that you still give me flack about. What was it? And you know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? Do you want me to bring it up? I want to hear it. You brought it up, Trevor. Oh, he uh, murdered the council. (laughs) I (laughs) let them die because I didn't think I could save everybody. (laughs) You so can't. And they were jerks. They were not very nice to me when I had a meeting with them. Um, I think you didn't murder them in cold blood you were more like well we need to hang back and reserve our forces for a bigger like you were thinking of it as a um tactical choice to win the fight it just got a lot of people killed when you could have been fine not doing that the the council is like five people that runs the galaxy essentially oh right they were on a giant flagship weren't they the giant flagship got destroyed i thought that i was allowing one big ship get destroyed to save like an entire fleet and citadel so yeah i thought i was like sacrificing three percent to save the you're rest. never gonna see huh that ship shows up uh, in later games if you didn't kill it hmm. poor ship i mean it's a huge ship it's like one of those like you could decimate a bunch of anyway so well You'll never see one of your best friends be appointed to the council. Um, <laughs> or does he get appointed anyway? Do you want? How much do you want me to answer this? Well, I'll never see it. I'm not going to play through the whole game again just to find out. Humanity gets added to the council as as thanks for their intense role in saving the citadel. Oh right, he was. You're right. He wasn't replacing anybody. He gets appointed and then hates it. So I don't really feel like um yeah great like anyway so 
I was thinking of like the fact I was thinking he went in because he was replacing the person that I murdered nobly sacrificed. Right. Oh, but the other thing I was going to say, it was a sacrifice I was willing to make. <laughs> so there was, um, there's a point in the telltale series and I'm just saying that I think I should also say, I think both of you would enjoy the game series. I would not pay. I think the market price for it's like 20 bucks. I would not pay more than 10 for it because it has zero replay value. I mean, it, could if you really wanted to, I guess, but it probably doesn't. Um, but it is very enjoyable on a run through. And I was going to say, if you play it, there's no way you could probably do worse than I did. <laughs> In that there's a point at the end of like the third or fourth episode where it gives you a status of just how everything is. And it's kind of just the way it is narratively playing out. But at the end of that point, the guardians were me and rocket. <laughs> I, everyone else was either dead or had left in disgust. <laughs> and frankly, I was deeply surprised rocket stuck around because he, the whole time was talking about like, I need to leave. I'm just, I can't deal with this. And then he stuck around maybe because he felt bad that he had been saying that the whole time. And then we ended up where we did. Maybe it's because the game doesn't let you be a guardian of the galaxy. Just it has to be plural. <laughs> like it's in the coding. The number of guardians shall not. <laughs> Is the game called the last guardian? <laughs> no, that's another, I think that's a PS PlayStation game that they yeah, it's wanted another, to yeah. come out for like a decade. And people complained about solidly for that long. It's the Half-Life 3 of PlayStation. And Half-Life 3 is the never-shipped-ware of PC gaming, right? I mean, it's everywhere, too. It, it plays... It's on Xbox, so... Or at Half-Life oh. was, so... Yeah. But generally, yeah. I mean, Half-Life 3 is nowhere, so... <laughs> um. So, anyway, that's my review of that series. It was, an, it was enjoyable. If you can... If you enjoyed the Guardians movies, yeah, I... This made me retroactively more invested in the Guardians movies because I got to investigate relationships and feel that out more. So I think that is a recommendation for it. Is Mantis in the game? Yes. Okay. I shouldn't have told you that. Oh. Why? I recently found out that the accent she has in the movie is like her normal voice. Yeah, because she's French. She's like French Korean. Um, Mantis shows up just in the narrative. Like you aren't necessarily expecting her to show up. And I guess oh, okay. she's not there right from the beginning. Okay. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, so the classes that I'm in right now, the TA leading my group, um, he does icebreakers every week. And one week he asked what is your favorite superhero? And he started with rocket. And then I think I was like second after him. And I, I didn't want to just like say what he had said. <laughs> um, cause rocket would be, I, I like rocket. I don't, it's weird calling him a favorite superhero, even though he is in the superhero genre, but I don't know. Didn't feel like the right answer. I said, captain America, because that would have been my answer early on in the MCU. I feel like it's a really hard choice at this point. So I just went with what I would have said years ago. But then three of the 12 people in the group said Groot. So <laughs> Groot's got fans out there. That feels like they're almost pandering to your leader. Like, oh, I like Rocket. My favorite's Groot. Can we be friends? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's possible. I want you to know that I want to be your friend, but I only want to say one sentence to you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> the conversation wheels with Groot were amusing, by the way. <laughs> were there like different levels of capitalization and bolding or something? Um, event at some points. It was just a, it's a, the concept that it, they put it in at all is kind of amusing to me, I guess is what I should say. Yeah. Um, so wait, who were other people that were listed as favorite heroes? Is Rocket your favorite? Who is your favorite? What, who are like your contenders? I don't know who my favorite is. 
uh, my contenders would be Thor, Ant-Man, Rocket, Captain America, Black Panther. Uh, that sounds about right. But like, I feel wrong saying Black Panther is one of my favorite superheroes because I don't really know a lot about him. I just really liked his movie and he was my favorite character in Civil War. I know a little bit more about Ant-Man. But again, like if I'm just going from the movies, the list I just said, if I'm going from more than movies, then I feel like I have to say Captain America or Thor. Hmm. I also had the thought the other... Thor really showed that builder. The thought the other day that at this point people are expecting either cap and or tony to bite it in the next movie and like people would be upset about it but not like it wouldn't come as a shock and i thought like you know if they really Mm. wanted to upset people they would kill thor at this point yeah Yeah. like definitely kill him because there's so many people who are now that are just saying like no he needs a fourth movie i'm I'm enjoying this can't end it because no one's actually saying that about like iron man (laughs) Because he essentially has had yeah. six movies at this point. Wait. Are your favorites still solid? Oh, I'd have to... Like, unchanged? I mean, who do you think my favorites are? Uh, Spider-Man, Iron Man... I Are I we doing, like, favorite comic characters or favorite MCU characters? Because that could be a different question. Uh, yeah, MCU, that's the difference. I think your favorite comic characters are Spider-Man... Iron Man and uh, Doctor Doom. Um, Wait, no, that's. Am I thinking of the wrong it's person? It's probably not Iron fair Doom. to. It's probably not fair to list the Avengers as my favorite. <laughs> okay. When I was young, I would list my favorite comics as Spider Man, Iron Man, and the Avengers. So having an oh, okay. Avengers where Spider Man showed up as a reserve member was like my favorite thing ever. Okay, I think I said Doctor Doom just because of the Iron Doom thing. I mean, I do like Dr. Doom when he is done correctly. Okay. Um, we're kind of going off of a tangent. So we're going to use up all our time on this. Um, yeah, I didn't mean to start a <laughs> whole thing about favorite superheroes. Yeah, Don't ask me but about yeah. my favorites. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> no, Batman no, is no. not an answer. Do it. <laughs> Who are your favorite Marvel characters, Dustin? I'm not going to answer that. We don't have time. <laughs> We're too far afield. I hate them all. I hate them all. Batman forever. That was the worst movie, Dustin. Batman forever. <laughs> do we? Do people think it's like Batman and Robin? I don't know. Would this be a good time to talk about DC movie trailers? Yeah, I think so. It's as relevant now as it's going to be. People have been asking for our opinions about these trailers that came out, what, like two months ago now? I don't know. Uh, it would have been in July, so yeah. Oh, okay. Close enough. Well, by the time people hear this. Um, I... <laughs> well, what trailers were they? I don't I don't know why. Okay, so, okay. These trailers come out. People get excited. They're excited about the trailers, so they want to hear what other people have to say. Why, why do they ask us, though? Because we have great opinions. Okay. <laughs> And okay. it's within the realm of topics that we would talk about on. Okay. I just, it just makes me feel bad because it's like, oh, this is a thing that's interesting to me. So you should talk about it. But the bottom line is I just don't like DC movies. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. Yes. But uh, do you have anything to say? But I'll, I'll let you go first, Dustin. Can you please tell us what you think of these trailers? Okay. Well, because since... that's the only hope we have of something positive <laughs> being said. And it's not looking good. Okay. So, so I'd buy the stock. <laughs> so, so you would buy the stock. Um, Trevor neglected to mention what trailers they were. They are the trailers for Shazam and for Aquaman. Can you really say neglect if I did it on purpose? Oh, I didn't know that you did it on purpose. I thought you were ignoring me, which I, I, I can hardly put the names in my mouth. Okay. Wow, okay. That's, carry on. Carry on. That's real <laughs> contempt right there. <laughs> So, first off, I don't really care about either of these characters. So, that's, um, I don't really have strong opinions going into the movies of anticipating that I'm going to enjoy them. 
Um, Aquaman was definitely my, uh, let's see, sixth favorite member of the Justice League in the movie Justice League. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how many members Uh, were there of the Justice League? Five! (laughs) (laughs) I should have said seven. Seventh favorite. Okay, um, so... The the issue with the Aquaman trailer is that Aquaman is in it. Um, <laughs> he didn't say my man at all. So that's, I guess, a bonus. Oh, a, a ah. He wasn't that far off, though. It's been a long time since I've watched these trailers. So you're getting some, some uh, stale impressions. There's some point where they're either flying through the air or water in some sort of vehicle, and I think he just yells, badass, which is basically the same thing. That doesn't seem far from the character, so I'm not surprised. At least the character as portrayed by what's-his-name, whoever that person is with, yeah. So, Aquaman, it's it's going to happen. Um <laughs> of the two i had a little bit more interest in shazam um (laughs) sorry i really tried to hold that yeah well doesn't the character do something like that whenever he hears the name like it is a stupid name um so well no he says uh, shazam and it turns him into i i I know how this works (laughs) oh okay i mean in the trailer there is a joke about the name sounding silly. Yeah. Um, because you have to lampshade that if you don't, you're right. Done. Well, and it's all because of copyright things. And it, he used to be Captain Marvel. Um, but now he's Shazam because that's what he says to get his powers. And the letters stand for what? Something. What did he say before? Did he just say, I feel marvelous? And he no, still said Shazam. Oh, he still okay. said Shazam. Okay the letters stand for the powers that he gets or something like that. But like it, sort of like fallout. What? Maybe it's in fallout. Your stats are called your, your special, like it's a, it's a whole acronym and they stand for all your different skills and things. Mm, cool. No, that's not it. <laughs> okay. Um, no, it's like the, the strength of Hercules and the, speed of uh okay so it's or like the power of zeus the wisdom of solomon just stuff like that yeah they so had the greeks and then one bible reference in there for some reason yeah i'll let matthew tell it oh i'm done okay <laughs> so what i was gonna say is the letters stand for the people that he gets the powers from so it's solomon hercules atlas zeus achilles and mercury so there's a Trojan in there too. <laughs> oh yeah, they had to throw in the Roman name of a Greek guy. For... Yeah. yeah. So doesn't he get his powers from a wizard? I don't know. I didn't <laughs> actually. I've not read these comics. I'm just saying between Shazam and Aquaman, <laughs> I, I was slightly more interested in Sh- Shazam. By the way, which is not a strong recommendation. Oh. <laughs> the the uh, Wikipedia page is titled Captain Marvel, parentheses, DC Comics. And it says Shazam redirects here. So Captain Marvel, also known as Shazam, he has an identity issue. And I think that also comes through in the comics because he's a child in a man's body. Is it just me or in the trailer? Does he look like Jimmy Fallon? Yes, he does look like Jimmy (laughs) Fallon. Who also looks like a child in a man's <laughs> He looks like Jimmy Fallon. And it's just like a short, unfunny clip that he put together for his show or something. But like that was what I was thinking the whole time I was watching the trailer. So I like how yeah, and I was supposed Ant-Man, to go first. Or, sorry. Aquaman. You were supposed to go first? Yeah, you said, Dustin, I'll let you talk first because this is the most likely to have something positive. And now I, sorry, you can keep going. No, it's fine. Go ahead. (laughs) I thought, I thought you might be ready for somebody to interject. 
I haven't actually gotten to say all of my thoughts, but that's fine. I'm I'm trolling you. It's I'm not upset. Okay. And Aquaman looks like a live action adaptation with more humanoid characters of this one episode of Star Wars The Clone Wars in which a Mon Calamari prince attempts to retake the throne and restore peace to his people. Except for some reason, the Mon Calamari prince is a surfer dude played by Jason Momoa. <laughs> it makes it sound more interesting. And the story's probably not as interesting. Just like, I'm telling you, just go watch the Clone Wars episode instead. Yeah. It's like it's like a two-parter. It's pretty cool. It's good stuff. So... What were... It's completely underwater, to be clear. <laughs> Thanks for that clarification. And I'm, I would have a hard time like giving an Aquaman movie just a fair chance because his analogous, the character he's based on from Marvel, because they copied the character in a lot of regards, I dislike intensely the Marvel character. So I would be reading that. I would be mapping that dislike onto the character throughout the whole movie, which is probably not fair. <laughs> which Marvel character is it? Namor? Oh, Aquaman. Okay. I thought you were talking about Shazam. Oh. <laughs> I was, yeah. Uh, I recently saw The Meg with listener Aaron, and I was with these trailers played, and I was trying to explain to him how much you hate Namor, and it was difficult to convey in words. I deeply hope they never make anything with him in any form of the MCU. I told him what you had told me was that you were glad the Aquaman movie was coming out because it meant that Marvel probably wouldn't put Namor in any movies anytime soon. That is the strongest thing in its favor. <laughs> yeah. I can think I'll write um, Jason M a <laughs> thank you letter for his, if it does really well, then that would put the final nail in the coffin. Hopefully. Oh, the other thing about Aquaman. What was the other thing? I had one other thought. Namor, Moncal. I can't remember what it was. Dustin, how do you feel about the power of being like psychically linked to sea creatures? It has potential for being interesting. I don't know that it's used in an interesting way necessarily. Um, I don't know. It's just like talking to animals. I mean, it is talking to animals, but specifically sea creatures. Do you know if that applies to marine mammals? Not necessarily like dolphins, which are in water all the time. I would assume that works, but like sea lions. I don't read Aquaman comics. <laughs> and so I don't know. I'm sorry. I would think, well, and if we were to extend it to mammals that dabble in the, the sea, then that could be people too, right? It's kind <laughs> of a point. So, um, I feel like talking to animals is a power that Trevor would want. And so maybe he will like the Aquaman movie. But the ones he's most interested in would not be in the ocean. But this is the closest he's going to get to this in the movies uh oh in the movies and i did not say i was gonna say i already play a woodland elf in skyrim so (laughs) where or whatever they're called that'd be like almost uh one of those questions like trevor would you like the power of talking to animals but you can never talk to land animals (laughs) i feel like that that would be like a curse yeah it would be like the midas touch it's like getting the thing you want Almost, and then you don't have it at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wood elf, that's what they're called in Skyrim, not woodland elf. Wait, what did you call it? I said woodland elf. Oh. Are you able to talk to animals in Skyrim? Yes. Oh, that's kind of cool. Can't you, can you talk or just tame them? I forget, I forget how your power works. I negotiate a contract with them, <laughs> <laughs> and then they enter into my employ. And attack my enemies. Well, I'll have you know that as a dark elf, I can summon the spirit of my grandpa to fight my enemies. <laughs> okay, okay. I shout at them and then they attack my enemies. 
and by <laughs> what I mean, uh, so the innate ability is that I can yes tame an animal so that it basically just helps me fight for a little bit. Um, but I think there's also a dragon shout that does like exactly the same thing. Yeah, but you have to go get it. So there's you don't have a dragon shout to summon your great grandpa to fight your battles for you, do you? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why not pick a race that has an innate ability that can't be duplicated by a dragon shout? But I didn't know that when I was starting. Well, if you played as a Nord, there's no dragon shout for racism. Skyrim is for the Nords. <laughs> Sometimes I still shout that when people are being racist. <laughs> we have four minutes. Well, can I finish my thoughts on Shazam? <laughs> yes. Um, so I I didn't have many thoughts other than uh, two. One, it reminded me a lot of um, Spider-Man Homecoming. And I think that it's kind of hard to avoid that maybe because the main character is supposed to be a teenager. Um, so I guess they're trying to go with teenage comedy in that regard, um, which Spider-Man Homecoming did pretty well with. And I'm assuming, I think it was pretty successful. So it, uh, it seems like they're maybe trying to copy the style a little bit or a lot. I don't know. Um, and then the other thing, whenever he beats up the guy that's robbing the convenience store and throws him out the window, it cuts to uh, Shazam, Captain Marvel, and his friend walking out and Captain Marvel calling back in. Uh, I don't actually remember what he says, but something like, it's something so, like you're welcome for not being robbed. Yeah, you're welcome for not being robbed. And that really bothered me because I don't know. When I'm assuming windows are expensive and mm-hmm. maybe that person that shop owner wasn't necessarily raking in the money and can afford to replace the window. So why did you have to throw them through the window number 1 and number 2, why did you have to be a jerk about pointing out that you broke the window, but you did them a favor. Uh, so I just didn't like that attitude in a superhero. And yeah, regardless of who it would be, if Batman said it, I would have been mad too. So that's all I have to say about Shazam. I'll probably see them at least when they come out on DVD. <laughs> I have one other thought about Aquaman. When the Thor movies were announced, or at least the first one, I remember I didn't, I knew hardly anything about Thor. I mean, I know who Thor is, but I didn't know much about the, the Marvel character. And I had the impression that he was kind of a surfer dude kind of character. And obviously I was going purely based on his long blonde hair. I didn't know anything about it. You're literally doing what Tony Stark did. Yes. I'm literally doing what Tony Stark did when he called him point break. Um, anyway, all that to say, it looks like DC is basically doing with Aquaman exactly what I had feared they would, that Marvel would do with Thor. So kind of makes sense because he's an ocean superhero. So yeah, (laughs) but I, people also tell me they like Aquaman because of like the mythic scale of it all and everything. It's like, but he's not like some mythical King. He's some surfer dude who like got somehow sucked up into the whole business. But I think his mom's Atlantean. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, He's half seas, so that's why he's a much doodle like half seas. <laughs> yes, that worked out better than yes. That's what I meant. So I, I, I am happy for the people who are excited and hopeful for these two movies. I'm glad that they find joy in the trailers, but I fear they will be disappointed 
And I've been disappointed too many times to be trustful, I think. <laughs> right. Like, I, from the trailers, I was excited about Suicide Squad. And I liked the idea of, I don't know, I liked the idea of it. And then I watched the movie and it was atrocious. So, yeah. Yeah. The the hit rate for DC is just not real high at this point. Although I know some people would be angry with me for saying that. But again, these are my opinions. Right. By movie pass. By <laughs> movie pass. <laughs> I love now that you've done the self-disclosure, you're like, now I can lean full into the <laughs> the plugs and not feel bad because everyone knows where I stand. <laughs> it's a great company. I've been surprised and delighted by their customer service many times. I've been literally all in. in <laughs> for, when did you do your purchase, Trevor? I received it as a Christmas present. No, the, um, sorry, the $5 stock. Oh, um, the 105 cent stock shares. Thank you very much. Um, uh, it was, um, when it was at the point where they canceled a bunch of the bad changes they had made and said, okay, instead we're going to put this one limitation that keeps people from overusing it. It was right there that I was like, maybe they'll pull it together. And the stock is so cheap that even if I lose a hundred shares, it's not going to hurt. So let's just see what happens. And then they have announced like six more worse changes since then. So yeah. But just think of it. I mean, better changes. The stock ever is worth for their excellent service, which you should buy improving this, the product for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Someday it'll be worth a thousand dollars a share and you'll be worth so much. Yep, yep. But I'll keep hanging on to it in case it gets to a million dollars a share and then it'll go bust again and I'll be broke. I'm not sure any stock is ever I think at that point they do um they split stocks and that well then that yeah. wouldn't hurt you necessarily. It's hard to get like when stock prices get too high, I think they tend to like split stocks. So if you have like a hundred shares, you mm -hmm. all of a sudden have like a thousand shares or something, depending on how much they Yeah, do. that's what I was saying about that reverse split. Oh, they consolidate. That makes it look okay. like that makes it look yeah, that makes it look like the stock used to be worth like seven thousand dollars or whatever. I thought it was some kind of gymnastic move or something. Oh, no. <laughs> I I would explain if I had any idea what it meant. What? But I isn't I, reversal I don't. just standing up, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> it's standing up with your legs together. <laughs> I'm actually, I would be impressed to see someone do that. Like they start out. Stand on the up ground. with their legs. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> Dustin, I can. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying they start in a split, but then through the, they're able to pull their legs together and stand up. I don't know. Think of a, a split in reverse. I see what you're saying. I'm not trying to. Yeah. Stop trying to describe it, please, because I think you're just... <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I refuse to accept it. No, I just think it's like he's going to pains to do it, and I was like, I understand. Stop trying to justify yourself. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't give me any any indication that you understood until... Okay, now that we have... <laughs> uh, we are technically at our stopping time. Do we want to briefly touch on Jurassic World since we did manage to... Wait, oh, no, never mind. Sorry, there's Jurassic World and... The wasp both we should probably not do a poor job of those so we, yeah we i was thinking we covered the trailers so we just have this one other thing to cover but we had three listener requests there were the trailers there's jurassic world fallen kingdom and there was the wasp so teaser for next time there are in fact two entire movies that we have left to talk about which we should not do right now because i want to sleep at this rate i might be able to see them before we talk about them yeah, yeah. If only we had, like, I'll just make sure to take a really long time editing this episode, and we're gold. That would be good. If only we had like a narrative post scene where, like, someone walks down a stair—I don't know—staircase, and then we just see like a dinosaur roaring, and then someone goes, "Well, it's about damn time," <laughs> and that's how we tease what's coming next time. 
Well, I think it just happened in our listeners' minds. Yeah, definitely in mine. I hope so. So you have now imagined this as Matthew described it. Now store it away in your mind as we do the close of the show. And then once the credits have rolled, do we have credits? Mm-hmm. We better have credits. I'm doing a lot of work on this. Once the credits have rolled, then just pause your podcast player. Don't listen to the next episode in the queue and just replay that image that Matthew described. There you go. Problem solved. And I saved us a lot of video editing. And actor pay. And finding a dinosaur. That'd be the hard part. And CGI budget. Oh, and dinosaur. Yeah. The CGI was for the walls. Don't you just look out your window and see one in the tree? Um, An archaic dinosaur. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I know you already told everyone this, but how can they find the show? They can find the show at betterworlds.net and they can find the notes for this episode specifically at betterworlds.net slash podcast slash 41. They can find us on Twitter at betterworldsnet. Pretty much all we do is uh, tweet links to episodes when they're out. I don't know. Should we do more than that? I don't know. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. And you can join our Slack group at slack.betterworlds.net. It's a fun place to talk, and we would like to talk to you. So come there and join and talk to us. That sounded really desperate. <laughs> Please subscribe. It, it's, We're so um, lonely. Not as desperate as it sounded in the past. <laughs> come talk to us. We're not desperate. We promise. <laughs> Wait, not as desperate as it sounded in the past? I mean, I feel like there are times that have been, like, have gone on painfully long where it's like, oh, yeah. So please follow us. We'd, um, we'd like to talk. Rate us, review us, rate us, review us. <laughs> Be sure to punch that subscribe button. Punch it. Thanks for listening. Go then. Do we know what we're talking about? I thought you knew what we were talking about. I just made a list in in uh, Trello, and no one has given me any input. So, no, right. you did. <laughs> Every one of these things is something I put in that I hoped we would next oh, talk well, about. Okay, <laughs> abort, abort. Um, no, you're deleting I'm my not stuff. Deleting it. <laughs> I'm moving it. I'll move it back in. Don't worry. This is so confusing. Did you guys have anything to talk about? Well, I heard a song once that said, if you want to give people something to talk about, it should be love. I've so, never heard that song. Let's give them something to talk about. Talk oh. about love. Oh, okay. Yes. I've, I've heard that song. I'm not going to try to do it. It would be an insult to everything. <laughs> do we, do we have an episode inside of us <laughs> waiting to burst out? Everyone has an episode like a beautiful baby xenomorph (laughs) yeah it'll be about like that birth i'm so glad you said xenomorph and i'm sad that i'm so glad you said xenomorph instead of (laughs) what else would i say